Welcome to episode 65 of the Ginger and the Beard podcast. I'm AJ, aka the Ginger. And I'm Reese, aka the Beard. And today we're talking about what's new in Android 12, the slow and untimely death of Internet Explorer, a $120 million lawsuit being filed by Floyd Mayweather, and what would make the perfect man cave. Super excited to talk about that. Don't forget to use the chapters below and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player. All right, man, let's get straight into it. Man, we've got a pretty busy tech week, actually. I feel like it's been a slow, slow kind of burn for tech news lately, but the summer's here, the the weather is heating up, and uh, the tech events are out there, man. Google I.O. just happened yesterday, so we got some fancy stuff to talk about. I'm pretty excited, but before we get into the real news that we know is uh, verified, let's talk about some leaks. Uh, you have a Google Pixel, right? You're still rocking the Pixel. I, I Dude, I still have the Pixel 2 from like forever. Oh my God, dude. It, was, it seems like a lifetime ago I've been rocking this thing. I think the Pixel 2 came out in like 2016, I want to say. Look at that. Look how mo- look old at that this phone is. Oh my God, dude. But what a testament to the hardware and software. This is a dinosaur. This one sucks. <laughs> I can't wait it's, for a new one. <laughs> But I feel like you're you have the two. I had the two XL when we first met, actually. Mm-hmm. So we, we bonded over pixels. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and you had the smaller one. I had the larger one. I feel like you had issues with yours, like from the beginning. Like you were complaining about the battery life and stuff before. Still, still to this day, dude. It's like I I honestly can't take this phone on a car drive. Like if I drive somewhere, like I go to I go to workouts on Saturdays, right? Um, and it's like a 20 minute drive, right? By the time I get there, it's already at 50%. Oh my God. And it's like, okay, am I going to make it home? <laughs> you know, <laughs> how have you, how have you survived this long? I just, it's always plugged in, dude. It's like, it's anywhere I'm going, it's plugged in. If I'm at home, it's plugged in. Like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's so crazy. I miss my two XL. Actually. I really enjoyed that, that phone. And, uh, we've got some leaks actually. Look at Yeah. Look at that. It looks still in good condition, man. I don't know if you can see the crack there. But oh, I've had plastic. I've had that crack since I got the phone pretty much. Yeah. And it has not like I don't know how, but it has not spread. That's because you're a case guy. You keep your phone in the case all times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I I might take mine in and out of the case just for fun. Just keep it fresh. Um but we've got some leaks, man. The Google Pixel 6. Um, I'm just going to say it, man. This phone looks badass, dude. Uh, I haven't been paying attention to pixels much lately and the, and the hardware design hasn't changed that much since the, uh, launch of, you know, the pixel two XL. I mean, it definitely has changed. It doesn't have that big giant glass, uh, forehead on the back of the phone. They've, they've introduced more cameras, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to go into that now, but this is going to be the first Google phone, uh, to sport the new Google made chip themed white chapel. Or it's not themed, sorry, termed Whitechapel. So that's kind of like their internal name for their their um, first party SOC, which is kind of exciting because as some of us may know, we're in a shortage of chips right now. So Google's like, you know what, man, let's just uh, make potato chips. Or what? Potato chip yeah, we're potato chip shortage. Oh, not to get off topic already, but <laughs> did you know that there's a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage? I this is real. I heard about that earlier today. Chick-fil-A this sauce, this, this is terrible. I love Chick-fil-A sauce. There can't be a shortage. Yeah, everyone's worried about gas shortages. I'm telling you, folks, 
the Chick-fil-A sauce shortage. It's out that's, there. That's the real problem. <laughs> that's yeah, the real problem. Yeah. But uh, you guys should go check out the, the the pictures of this thing. And I actually put a link here in the, in the show notes if you want to pull it up, Reese. But um, it's 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 pretty much a brand new design when it comes to like the back of the device. It's a giant horizontal camera bump that stretches edge to edge on the back. Um, but what's interesting is that, you know, it looks quite similar actually to what some might see as the Samsung phones. If you're looking at the front of the device, it's got that, you know, what do they call it? The punch hole camera, uh, that's in the screen at the top, which helps get rid of all those bezels at the top. It's got slightly rounded edges, which Samsung has been known for, for quite some time now. Um, and <clears throat> sharper corners in comparison with the Pixel 5. And it's also going to have an in-screen fingerprint reader, which is going to be below the glass towards the bottom of the display. Also something that Samsung has done. So not sure if Samsung could be helping manufacture. I think Google has gone through a couple of different partners when it comes to their Pixel phones. I believe originally they were LG designed and um, manufactured by LG. I'm not sure uh, what what they've been for the past few iterations but bottom line is man you guys check the pictures out this thing looks awesome that's all i gotta say i'm a little indifferent about the 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 camera hump on the back right it kind of kind of like takes away from the symmetry of it i feel like in a way i I think i like it so much because it does bring me back to the pixel 2 xl which i had the panda option which was the white with that black glass at the top. And this is what these, these renders. And again, these are renders. So we don't know if these are a hundred percent accurate. That's true. And uh, we did not hear about the pixel at today's or yesterday's IO uh, announcements. So we're not sure, but this is from John Prosser, I believe, who's a pretty well-respected leaker of sorts. So, you know, I think we're probably, he's saying this is coming from like CAD models and things like that. So I think we're, this is probably pretty close to what it's going to look like. It looks clean. I, I like the front of it. I'm I'm just, the camera's got me a little bit wonky. Like it'd be cool if you could like remove it, you know? Yeah. Well, they were talking about, what was that project? It was like Project uh, Aria or something like that, where they were going to make like a modular phone where you could essentially um, like swap in like better chips, but bigger batteries, ca- camera modules. Whatever like happened to that? I think it flopped. I don't. I think they. I don't, I'm not sure why exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's one of those Google things that just kind of, kind of petered out eventually. But it would have been cool. Would have been cool. It would have been like building your own computer. It would have been awesome. I would have loved it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Exactly. But um. Yeah. I don't know. This is interesting. I. I think no matter what you do, like you look at. Let me pull my phone out of the case here. But now that phones have so many cameras, it's like the camera bump is always obnoxious. Um. I don't think there's a single phone manufacturer out there right now that doesn't have something similar to what you see here on this iPhone 12 Pro Max where there's just, you know, they actually slimmed down the camera bump for this this one. It's not too obnoxious, but it still has three big circular lenses. And then mm-hmm. you've got the old the old school single lens with st- your dinosaur phone. Am I stuck in the... <laughs> there's, there's, Bro, you see, do you see my bump? <laughs> there's no bump. There's no bump. You got to get, you gotta get with times, bro. How do you... I'm so old, I you, guess. How do you take, uh, you know, 2.5x zoom photos? You just pinch and zoom? Are you in li- living in pinch and zoom world? No, I, it works. <laughs> you just walk closer. <laughs> got you. <laughs> Hold still. Hold still, kid. Hold Let me get still. Close. Don't move. It's got to focus. Focus. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. <clears throat> I think... There's this perception with Pixel phones. Originally, when they came out, it was like Pixel phones are supposed to be 
you know, I want to say like mediocre to good quality hardware. Um, and they were originally meant, I believe, for developers primarily. The very first Pixel was meant for developers so they could get, you know, unfettered access to essentially clean Android, stock Android, because you couldn't really get that. It was it had some kind of a skin from LG, Samsung, Huawei, whoever else is using it. And so the Pixel phone allowed Google to marry their hardware with their software, similar to what an iPhone gives you. Um, and you get, you know, get the raw, raw Android. So, but now they've kind of transitioned into like, they've got more and more premium quality finishes and things like that, but they're still also trying to hit like a lower price point. So it'll be interested in seeing, I'll be interested in seeing where this, uh, comes in, in terms of price when it does actually launch, which likely won't be later, um, this year and into the fall. But, um, you know, like I said, IO, Google IO, which is Google's developer conference actually started this week, yesterday for us, is which it live? is, uh, Tuesday. Yeah. You can watch live. I'm not sure if they're, I know they did the keynote live, which was yesterday for us. Um, but they usually do like developer sessions and stuff too. I would imagine in this COVID world, they probably are doing live, you know, um, uh, presentations for those developers. So if you want to get into some of the really nerdy stuff, you might actually be able to access some of that but you may also have had to register for the, for those like smaller things. But, but regardless, we got some interesting information that came out yesterday. I'm primarily excited about Android 12, which if you're looking at those renders, you might notice a new UI on that screen. And we'll drop a link to a video that the verge put together about reviewing, having a first look at Android 12 because Dieter at the verge did a great job walking through it. And I wish I had a pixel phone still, to install the beta on so I could play around with this myself. Maybe your Pixel, I'm not sure if it would handle it. <laughs> but you could try. You could try. I f- this is terrible right now. I, you're <laughs> like, I'm, I feel like I'm being peer pressured into upgrading but, my phone. Well, I feel like the Pixel 6 is going to come out and you're going to make the jump and you're going to rub it in my face and I'm going to be jealous of you. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I wanted, I've always wanted a note, dude. I want a note. Like, I, uh, yeah. <sighs> I think that's the next phone I'm going to get. I'm going to get a note. Whatever the newest one's going to be, I'm going to get that. That's not a bad move, man. They're powerful and uh they actually have, you know, definitely from the uh, old Touchwidge, Touchwidge, Touchwiz days of Samsung, they've come a long way. Um so, yeah, I'll I'll be jealous of you no matter what new Android phone you get most likely. But yeah, so says the guy. It. Says the guy walking around with like all the newest, greatest <laughs> Apple stuff. You kidding me? Get out of here! I know. Well, I looked at this. I looked at this review of the uh, or first look of Android 12, and I'm like, man, am I gonna have to jump back? Am I gonna have to go back to Android? I feel like I might have to, just based on this new UI. It's it's a big change for Google. I think they're actually saying it's the biggest, you know, UI overhaul since 2014 for Android. You're just getting sick of all that malware. You're done with the malware. Yeah, my iPhone. It's just it's just too good and too clean. So I gotta go with something a little bit more risky. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean I like my iPhone. I like the iOS. But if you look at the the videos um, that are out there for Android 12 right now, they've completely overhauled the UI. Everything's bigger, brighter. It looks really fun. It's called Material U Y O U. It's like kind of their new design language which apparently is supposed to be carrying over into more than just android it should be going or more than just i should say phones it's supposed to be coming to you know 
their Google uh, software, their online software, things like that. So we'll see what that looks like when it comes out. But one of the cool new features is that when you set a background on your phone, like a, you know, a wallpaper, instead of having to manually adjust colors and things, you can essentially allow the phone to automatically theme your entire device based on the colors of your, of your wallpaper. So when you pull down the notification shade, your, your, um, quick toggle settings, those buttons will be a different color to match your wallpaper, things like that. And of course, if you want to custom tailor it, you can still do so. There's more animations. There's new widgets. If you see some of the widgets in the video, there's look super cool, little funky looking clock icons and things like that. And speaking of a clock on the lock screen, they've got this giant digital clock, which looks super clean. Um, I don't know about you, man. I feel like you, you don't care as much about this stuff as I do, but like I geek out when it comes to like clean, UI design and like I literally spent probably I want to say like a a good 25 minutes yesterday looking for a a new minimal design wallpaper for my phone and I found this kind of hard to see in the video is that a a rock on a beach it's a rock on a beach yeah is that a black beach it's a black sand beach Ooh, that's Iceland is that what that is I was there what oh look ring light look hey ring light um that's not at the beach that's not the beach? The ring light. Oh, no, the ring light. Yeah, no, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but, that black sand beach. Anyway, no more changes. Yeah, so so I, I just, I can appreciate clean, simplistic design, and that's, it looks like exactly what the new Android has to offer. But if you're interested in some of the more technical things that it can do, I know everyone these days is concerned about privacy for good reason. There are some new privacy updates, which is interesting because like that's if you're going to come after Apple and you want to convert people from iPhone to Android, privacy is something you 100% have to address Um, because iPhones are known for being secure devices. And some of the things that they've introduced with Android 12 you know, include the ability to turn your camera and microphone off completely in the software. So there's literally like a quick set, a quick toggle. You can turn your camera off, turn your microphone off. So if you don't want your phone just laying around listening for listening to you, I won't say it cause my Google will react, but H E Y Google. Um, Hey Google you know, headphones, bro. Dang it. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, but somebody in their car's phone, they just, the phone just reacted to you. Mine, mine didn't even go off. Good old Pixel 2. Your microphone's busted. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. But beyond that, something I thought was really cool too is that they actually have like a new privacy page in like the settings that allows you to identify how often and how many times your microphone and camera have been accessed you know, in like a timeline sort of view by various apps. So you'll go in there and you can look and say, oh, Google Chrome used my microphone for three seconds on this date or Facebook used my camera for whatever. Um, so, and if you're like, whoa, 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 that's not cool. Why are you using my my uh, camera and microphone? You can disable access on the app level to those, to those inputs, which is pretty cool. And then nice. finally, um, also, I thought this was really cool was, when you download a new app, this goes for iPhones and Android, and you open an app for the first time, it'll say like, hey, do you want Google Maps to, to access your location or do you want Facebook to have access to your location? And it's either, it's like a binary thing. It's either yes or no, right? Um, well, in Android 12, they're allowing you to say, I would like to give 
Facebook access to my approximate location. So it knows which like neighborhood you're in, but it doesn't know exactly where you are, which is pretty cool. Um, so really exciting stuff, man. I can't wait to hopefully one day get my hands on it. And if you get a new shiny pixel phone one day or a new Samsung note, that's got it on there. I'll definitely want to check it out, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. I think, I think I'd rather, I'm like holding out on this phone because there's other things that I want to buy. Like I want to upgrade my Ram, get a new GPU potentially, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, I'm going to let this thing go until it dies. <laughs> Hopefully it lasts me like two more years, you know? <laughs> yeah. It probably will, dude. It, I mean, and I think again, as long as it's lasted now, I think iPhones typically their average lifespan is like three years or something. So yeah, well, good on good on Google. Good job, Google. I guess it's it's been a it's been a rough journey, but it's still kicking, so we're good there. All right, well, um, that's super exciting stuff. Uh, you know, I um, I. You know, maybe someday I will have that phone. That'd be great. Uh, I, you know, very exciting to see that stuff. I love the 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 nice UIs as well. Uh, maybe not as enthusiastic as <laughs> as you are, but I will. I appreciate a nice UI certainly. Come on, bro, give that clock icon some love, would you? <laughs> yeah, man, give me the big bulky, like the big balloon letters. You know, give me some <laughs> nice, some nice to look at. Anyway. Um, we got some VR news. You know how I like to, to get into the VR stuff. So uh, let me hit you with this one real quick. I think this is pretty cool. Microsoft patent um, suggests live detection and rendering of real objects in VR, right? So it's kind of interesting to think about that. Like when um, you're thinking about virtual reality, right? It's all it's all virtual and, you know, it's all make, I don't know, make believe. It's all graphics, processing and stuff like that. Um it's kind of weird. Like, hey, I'm going to put on this headset just to see what's around me. Yeah. yeah, why <laughs> yeah exactly. Check out. Watch out. Um, but it makes sense, and I'll explain why. Um, right now, all of these different uh, VR headsets have a, a barrier guardian system, basically, that uh, when you put it on, you draw like a, a circle or a square box around you um, saying, these are my limitations so that you don't go walking out of a window or like walking into your couch or something like that. Um, and so when you approach that, <clears throat> that line that you drew, uh, it's like a force field, you know, your screen will go red and say, warning, Hey, you know, something bad, you know, back up <laughs> and uh, a spike pit. You're about to walk into a spike pit. That's a spike pit. Watch out. Lava, lava, lava. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the United States patent and trademark off trademark office published Microsoft's patent titled transitioning into a VR environment and warding. HMD, HMD is head-mounted display, head-mounted display users of real-world physical obstacles. Um, it's fairly recent. It was only submitted a year ago, uh, so that's pretty cool. It's pretty quick to, to get that published uh, so soon. It aims to solve two problems uh, in the title, basically. Transitioning when putting on your VR headset from the real to the virtual, and also dealing with hazards such as spike pits or lava. Um <laughs> Um, some of the different headsets have pass-through cameras, which allow you to, um, see around you, but it's all very distorting. Uh, it's like grayscale. It's not very, it's not very helpful. Um, you know, so it would be nice to see some technology that allows you to like really see your surroundings. Um, 
And, you know, their idea is that when you put the headset on, you're going to see like a simplified replication of, of where you're at, like your surroundings and whatnot. Um, and then there'll be a triggering event where you'll go into the virtual world from there. So they think that you shouldn't just be putting this headset on and you're just diving right into the virtual world or it's just like a black screen, right? They want you to like put the headset on and like as you're sliding it on, it's like you still see all of your surroundings. It might look a little bit different and then you like press a button or whatever you might do, click a button or something and then ooh, you go into the virtual space. I think it's super cool. That sounds so awesome. It sounds – It's I, I, I love the idea. Um and then also the the idea of, you know, if your dog, if my dog comes running in, you know, I don't step on them or, or kick them or something like that because, you know, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, furthermore, if like, if I got my headsets on and I'm like in the middle of pistol whip, just like firing guns like crazy and my headsets turned all the way up and my wife comes in and says, hey, hey, spider. <laughs> There's a spider. spider. I need that never you. Happens. I've never and heard that happen before. Right. Yeah, it never happens. <laughs> spider. She could like come in and like her hand would like appear in my virtual reality and hey, help me, you know, and, and I'd be like, "Oh, somebody needs help. Let me Spider." Oh, okay. You know. And and, and subsequently after pissing yourself in VR when you see a random hand approach your face, you go <laughs> no, help. Not so worried about the spider. I got to clean myself up here. Come calm down. You surprised me. So uh, anyway, so uh Microsoft proposes using the headset sensors to track real-world objects and actually bring them into VR as a virtual representation if you get too close, right? So just like I explained, um, the system could take into account a user's velocity and orientation in relation to the object as well. So um, the Guardian system that I mentioned before would be active rather than just like a passive wall that alerts you when you get too close. Um, so I think this would be a pretty, pretty cool, very useful feature. I think it makes it more immersive. Yeah. Yeah, I you agree. know, it seems way more sci-fi, even though it's like a simple, it's almost like a little UI hack, but I mean, obviously it's going to require some, some hardware, but like, I yeah. mean, realistically the headsets with pass-through cameras could have been doing something like this previously where it's like a slow fade into the VR world, but that sounds awesome. Like, I don't know if what I'm picturing in my head is exactly what it's going to look like, but it, what I'm picturing is like when I slide the headset on, it's like I see my monitors and my desk in front of me, but it's like a grid pattern, like a Tron sort of look, right? Of like the outline of my stuff. And then, you know, I click the thing. And like you said, it's just like, and like, then you're into the, the world. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's what I'm sounds seeing so too. Dope. It sounds really cool. Like, I, I think it's a great idea. Basically it would... The, it would have to trigger when you go to pick your your HMD up, head-mounted display. When you go to pick it up, like, that's what would turn it on so that, like, when it's approaching your head, like, it's already on. You slide it on. Yeah. Take me there. This is the future. Yeah, that would be cool. And the, and the fact that it used – I'm curious, though, like, would you still need the uh, – why can't I ever remember the name of these things? The things that you the sit in the corner of your room. Yeah, do you still need the lighthouses or is it is it all based on sensors for the headset? Mine doesn't even have it, and oh, I, I've I've had this for almost uh, like two, probably more than two years now. Jeez, almost yeah, two years see. now. Yeah. Um, so I think Rift S is one of the first ones that um they got rid of the lighthouses. They just put more sensors on the actual head-mounted display. There's like six sensors that 
um, give you the spatial. They allow it recognizes the spatial, you know, 360 forward back, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so you don't need the. You'll probably get better. It, it'll be better to have the lighthouses because it's more um, efficient at tracking yeah. where you are spatially. Uh, but they'll they'll get good enough, I think. The, you know, better cameras, better software. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think this makes perfect sense. I mean, <laughs> I can just see like you get closer to your desk or whatever, the wall just starts to kind of slowly fade in a little bit, so you're it's not like a jarring experience. Oh, uh, dude, I've, um, I've 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 I have a shelf like right next to me over here. I've yeah. punched it. I've punched it a couple times. I hit my <laughs> I hit my I hit my monitor one time. It's oh, like, no. oh oh no, whoops. Yeah, pistol whip, man, it gets crazy. Could end badly. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's VR. Um, you ever heard of this? Uh, uh, man, I, I don't know. The, well, if you know about the Pixel Two, you've probably heard of this. Uh, Internet Explorer. <laughs> have you ever heard of Internet Explorer? Uh, yeah, that that sounds familiar. I feel like didn't that die like ten years ago? Or no? No, su- surprisingly, it's still around. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Like, it's like this E, this like big E thing on your computer, like. Okay. Yeah. Sounds familiar. You click it, it takes you to this like really old looking version of the internet. Yeah. Isn't that the one that where like the things just kind of load in line by line, the web pages? That's the one? Yeah. The big <laughs> bubbly Windows start button that like the big bubbly. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Right. Like JavaScript kind of. Yeah. That old school flash players and whatnot. Yeah, the flash ads and the, the automatic music playing on websites. Okay. Okay. This is sounding familiar. <laughs> all, right, all right. I hope we were on the same page. <laughs> we're all just, we're kidding, by the way, if you guys, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so guys, uh, Microsoft's going discon- to discontinue support for Internet Explorer in 2022, um, specifically June 15th, 2022. It's official. Internet Explorer is dying it's gone it's they're they're putting it they're putting it to rest um (laughs) it's unfortunate not really it's it's time it's been time it's time who is the team still working on microsoft or internet explorer some they're like it's just a group of guys and it's just a bunch of bunch of interns like yeah we got a position for you you're just in charge of maintaining internet explorer like son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) this code is so old oh my god I thought I was working on the Surface Book. They put me here. I thought I was working on Xbox. I thought I was going to work on me. cool stuff. I'm yeah, in the I'm director basement. Of, director of cash management for Internet Explorer. There's just a group in a basement. They they have to walk like 50 feet down the hall away from everybody else in this dark little corner of the office. There's they don't even have they don't even have fiber optics. Like they're working off of dial-up in that back room. Yeah, they still have uh they still <laughs> They have to use uh, French press coffee makers. Like they can't even get like real, <laughs> legit coffee makers. There's only enough electricity back there just to power the <laughs> the dial-up connection. <laughs> yeah. They all have oh, earplugs because all you hear all day is. <laughs> they can't even call up to their manager because like it disconnects <laughs> them all. They're just stuck. If they want to go talk to somebody, they gotta run down the hall. Get off the phone, Bob. Get- <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they're discontinuing uh, Internet Explorer. Unfortunately, I'm trying to call. I'm trying to call Bill Gates. He doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? when did that happen? <laughs> I've been in this basement since 1970. <laughs> they got divorced? What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
gone for so long. Anyway, so uh, before that, Microsoft 365, formerly Office 365, will end its support of IE on August 17th of this year. So you won't just get it built into your to your office platform. I guess you would actually like have to download it from Microsoft to continue using it at that point. Whew. So yeah, they're getting rid of it, but uh, they're bringing on Microsoft edge. I don't know if you've seen Microsoft edge, but it's, it's uh it's pretty good. It's secure, much more secure than internet Explorer was. Um, and uh, it's actually going to have an internet Explorer mode. <laughs> Oh no! I just can't let it go. So why do they need an Internet Explorer mode? That's what a browser is, dude. Like, what? Yeah, man. You can if you click this button, it just makes it look really bad. I, I have a feeling I know what this is about. I think they must have way back in the day. They're like they buy the patent or the uh, the um, the copyright whatever for license for uh, the word Microsoft Edge. I mean, uh, Internet Explorer. Yeah, yeah. They, they can't they're get like, you it. know what? Screw it, man. Let's just buy it for 80 years. I think Internet Explorer, this is the future. Now they're like, they're still paying on Internet Explorer's like namesake. And it's like a, it's like three million a year or something. Can't, must pay our respects. Must create Internet Explorer mode. Yes. It's oh, just man. like, click this button for your computer to look 10 years older. I think someone should make a, a theme for Chrome that's Internet Explorer. Oh, dude, that's so funny. <laughs> Chrome Explorer. Yeah, Welcome Chrome Explorer. to Google Chrome Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just going to, it's not even, it's going to be like so much worse. It's going to be like, it's going to be like 8-bit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, yeah. man. So, anyway, that's all I had. You know, Internet Explorer is going away. You know, uh, R.I.P. It was it was uh, it was nice, I guess. It got us. It got us here. I mean, it did. you know, I guess we have to give it some kind of credit. But gotta pay the respects, man. Yeah, um, I've never used Edge though. I think I should I give Edge a try. I mean, I'm I'm a Chrome guy. Uh, I don't even use Safari on my MacBook. I use Chrome everywhere. But it just makes everything so much more convenient because everything's synced up across all my devices. It's kind of nice. Um, yeah, I just use I just use Chrome. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. always everybody's always shitting on Chrome, but it's never done me Why? any bad any harm. I don't Except know. Except for leaking like all of them. The, the only bad thing is, is the one time it leaked all of my passwords, and I had to reset all my passwords. Oopsies. That was uh, that was fun. I, thanks. I thought you were gonna Google. say. Uh, I thought you were gonna say RAM link or leak. Uh, like it it definitely eats up some RAM sometimes, but oh, well, that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can only have like sixty web pages open at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, sixty on. web pages. You don't, you don't need that. I, I I work with some people and I'm on video calls with them. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me with these tabs right now. You need <laughs> an intervention. Like, it's just the favicons. All you see is like 68 Google Docs favicons. I'm like, bro, <laughs> dude. Once I get to like five, I'm like, ah, oh, I, I gotta I gotta pull yeah. back on this. Let me just, let me <laughs> yeah. close some of these. This is what multitasking has done to our brains. Yeah, no good. Yes. All right, man. Well, that was a lot of good tech news. You guys out there, let us know what you're interested in. Are you an Android user? Let us know if you're interested in Android 12. And also, will you be trying to get your hands on that new VR technology when it does come out? Very exciting stuff. And then how will you celebrate the life and death of Internet Explorer? 
But uh, I think we're, we're going to be moving on into our UFC segment. But before we do, I want to give a quick plug on the beer I'm drinking. We're not doing a What You Drinking episode today, but I'm drinking a beer that's from a recommendation from a buddy of mine. He actually met the owner of this brewery. Um, the brewery is, let me make sure I don't get this wrong, One Family Brewing, which is actually up near you. Um, let, me, okay. let me see. It's Lovettsville. Lovettsville. Virginia. Yeah, that's uh, north of me. Yeah, it's that's relatively over, close. That's over where um, Wheatland Springs is. Oh, is we- it? Wheatland okay. Farms. Yeah, pretty sure. Some, some maybe, just maybe, they know some of the guys we've been talking to lately. Jasper and uh, Jeff. Um, Jeff from... Uh, from uh, Murphy, Murphy and, and Malting, yeah, Murphy and Rude, right? But um, yeah, the cool thing about this brewery, brewery, and the um, owner here, whose name is Dave. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing this right. Kuhner, K E U H N E R, is that uh, kind of the brewery and his his personal mission? It sounds like or goal is is supporting military families and also just others that are in need. They actually have a one family gives nonprofit which raises money for military families and also just like i said people people in general need who have been impacted by natural disasters and and uh things like that so this one here is called the fallen and if you can see in the video if you're watching the video you'll see is a bunch of names listed all over the can lots of names and dates and as the name suggests these are fallen heroes um who have served at some point in the military, I think it said, uh, yeah, it has the label has names of over 60 fallen heroes that have given their lives for our country and our freedom. So some of the proceeds from this particular beer are being dedicated um, to building the first Gold Star Memorial in Northern Virginia, which, again, honors those fallen military heroes. So One Family is actually a really new brewery. They've only been open since 2020, which awful time to open a brewery in the light yeah. of COVID, but um, they're still still small and still kind of working to, to grow here, but they're actually using other breweries and businesses to kind of help them produce their, their beer. So this one here is actually a collaboration with Funk Brewing, um, which I forget. I think it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pitts, Pittston, Pennsylvania. So I guess they're using their facilities and stuff like that to kind of brew their their beer. So really cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to... Uh, uh, Zach is the one who recommended uh, Dave and got this beer for me. So uh, thanks, Zach. Appreciate that. And uh, I'll be reaching out to Dave. I want to chat with him. I mean, it sounds like he's got a really good, really good mission and uh, vision for what he wants to accomplish. So, so excited to talk to him. But the beer overall, this one is, I think it's a double IPA, uh, West Coast style IPA, not double IPA. Uh, intense citrus and tropical flavors, combination of Amarillo, Centennial, Azaka, and Columbus hops. And, uh, you know, without even reading the description, I definitely get a lot of tropical notes, a lot of pineapple. I taste a little mango. They they describe orange. I don't really pick up a lot of orange, but I feel it's mango and pineapple pretty heavily. It's very smooth, medium-bodied IPA. Nice little bit of haze there. Really great color. Um, overall, it's just, it's really good. It's a little sweetness and a little bitter on the back end, which is not overpowered by the by the hops even though there's quite the assortment in there. So really, really great beer. And, and like I said, hopefully we'll talk to them soon. Nice, dude. It's exciting. I yeah. want to go there. I'm going to go there. It's uh, yeah, dude. really close. Be cool. And then really quick, before we move on to our UFC segment, giving a shout out to our man, Ray. We've, we shouted him out a couple weeks ago, Ray from beards and bottlecaps.com. He sent us these custom made, uh, resin cast, um, uh, 
coasters that have bottle caps infused or what do you call it? They're just inside of there. Laid laid in? Yeah. I don't know. Laid in. Trapped. Forever. Permanently embodied. Anyways. Forever. Really cool. Forever. Yeah, so he also makes uh, picture frames where you can put your pick which bottle caps that, that go in there and um, they've got a handful of different breweries that you can choose from. You know, we've got I've got the new Belgium and the Budweiser. You've got the Leinen Kugel and Dos Equis. So make sure you go check them out or check Ray out at beers beards and bottlecaps.com. Yes, absolutely. All right, man, you ready for some UFC uh shenanigans? Yes, sir. All right, man, let's dive right in. Let's do this. So what happened this past weekend? Oh nothing. Just uh maybe the biggest upset in recent memory for yeah. the UFC lightweight title. Oh yeah. Biggest upset in that people were really expecting my, Michael Chandler to you know get a knockout. Lay, yeah, lay Charles Oliveira out, but in fact, would you know that Charles Oliveira packs a punch? Not only. Yeah. He's I mean, he is a jiu-jitsu master, but he is a, preci- a pre- uh, precision striker as well i uh yeah did not know that i i don't know that i did either i i was really expecting uh the grounding it was like it was a two round fight it was supposed to be five rounds but it went to, into the second round and like, uh like i was quick. stunned the second round was quick yeah definitely and he was in trouble there in the first round i think michael chandler landed a couple solid shots on him we're like oh no here we go it's yeah. another dan hooker all over again right but he survived the onslaught and um, I gotta give it to him, man. That was impressive. Yeah, I, it definitely was. I thought he was knocked out in the first uh, in the first round, but he was bobbing and weaving, and he didn't take that much damage. Yeah, yeah, and he sat. I think he sat Michael Chandler down. Was it a left hook? I think it was a left hook or a right hook, and uh, finished him with some some strikes from above. It was pretty cool, man. I was I was excited, even though it's like America versus Brazil, but. You know, I was pulling for Charles. I don't know why. I just, I guess, because I'm a UFC fanboy and like, I wanted yeah. to see the UFC guy who's been fighting. How long did it say he's been? I think it said he's been fighting like ten years or something, dude. He's he's had like twenty plus fights in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. So he, somebody who's and he I think he was on a six fight now seven fight win streak. He's actually got some... a bunch of like records because he's got some like I, I'd have to look it up again. But I remember seeing it like most most it's fights the most... in the UFC. Um, most submission currently. victories. Okay, most submission. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. He has and some he other just, ones too. Just came off a dominant performance against Tony Ferguson. So I was pulling for him, man. I was like, you, this guy deserves it. Michael Chandler, as good as he is, you know, he's got the one fight in the UFC against Dan Hooker. I mean, he's proved himself all, obviously in Bellator, but um, I just wanted I wanted to see the, the UFC guy take it, and he did. So I was happy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's uh you can kind of discredit Chandler now and say, well, he was all offense there. He wasn't really protecting himself too much. Kind of left himself open for that. Yeah, I think that's what he's been apparently like his kind of his MO, like he he's not afraid to absorb some shots on the way in, yeah. close the distance. It was a pretty significant height advantage. Um, but yeah. Uh I, I was I will say that I was a little turned off to Michael Chandler after his defeat of Dan Hooker just because of the his like speech he gave at the end that's like Ric Flair reminiscent of Ric Flair but I will have to say that his post fight interview with Rogan 
his um, loss after interview. his defeat was very yeah it was very humble and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he gave all credit to Charles Oliveira for the win so that was cool to see humble in defeat I like both those guys man I like yeah I, I like them I I like the champion dude I, I feel like he definitely deserved it yep yep and uh, we had some other good fights too some exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah, Benil uh, Dariush uh, defeated Tony Ferguson, unfortunately, right? Everybody loves Tony. <laughs> Benil's yeah. getting booed like the whole time and everything. And I tell you what, man, Elon Musk better deliver on that car soon. I think I saw a news story. That, that was the that was like the highlight of the night for me. Was <laughs> I'm going to call somebody out really quick. Elon Musk, where is my wife's car? Yeah, like right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elon responded so though and, and said that he's trying to get it he's trying to get it over to him soon. Uh, yeah, but anyway, back back to the fight. I, you know, I feel bad, dude. Tony just he's on a three fight losing streak now and Benil just dominated him. Took him down every round. You know, I I mean honestly, I don't think Tony like the first round was competitive ground game and I felt like Tony almost had him. He had him in a darce and just couldn't just couldn't seal the deal um and so yeah but benil just dominated that that whole time and it was crazy man it really was i think uh makes you think is is tony you know what's what what level of fighter is he now is he any good i definitely think he's still good i think he's just been matched up against some like serious competition like benil i think he's also been in the ufc like he's a guy like you don't recognize at least me i don't want to speak for anybody else but like the name has not rung any bells for a while, but this dude's been in the UFC. It looks like since 2014. Um, so he's been around, man. Like he's been out there and he's got some, he's got some pretty good wins under his belt, but um, you know, he beat Michael Johnson back in the day, Jim Miller. Like he's, he's been out there, but um, I think Tony's definitely still a good fighter. I just don't know. I actually saw something interesting on Instagram this past week and it was talking about <laughs> fighters after their defeats to uh justin gaethje i think it said that um cowboys on like an zero and six tony's on an zero and three. Oh man who was the other one who did justin just be recently um shoot no i'm drawing a blank obviously not khabib no not khabib oh was it dustin poirier no he didn't beat dustin no. he lost to dustin he lost to alvarez eddie alvarez um, some other guy I can't remember his name. He wasn't very good though. But he went on a losing streak as well. James Vick, maybe. I think yeah, it was James. James Vick. Yeah, James Vick. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't that good, anyways. Nah, not really. So I mean, all those okay, guys. But... So all those guys are just like done for now. Well, dude, I mean, after that, I mean, complete punishment. He I, he could have definitely changed Tony Ferguson mentally. I mean, he absorbed some serious damage. Um, yeah. but, but if there's one thing we've learned about Tony, <laughs> there's no question about it anymore is like that guy does not give up no matter what you could hit him with a bus and he will still stand up. He is a savage, bro. He's going to yeah. have some major problems when he gets older. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I, I think he's made of like, he must be made of like rubber bands. Like I don't understand how that arm bar that Char- was it the, yeah, it was the arm bar that Charles Oliveira had on him in their fight. Like his arm, his elbow. Like, um, like this is his arm right here. His it was like this. Dude, it was <laughs> hyperextended. Like, I know. Yeah, and he like he just like shook it off, and then you and got, then that heel hook. Oh my god, oh the my heel god, hook. Yeah, 
but Neil said that he heard it pop a bunch of times and and Tony was like just um you could just see the pain on his face man he was wincing yeah. oh I wonder at what point the ref like do you think the ref ever has the opportunity I mean I guess he does right he could stop it like if he was in enough pain but it's refusing to stop I mean on a submission or do, does it have to be like an actual broken bone you think <clears throat> yeah it's got to break oh man so brutal yeah it really so is well, that was an exciting night, man. I'm glad uh, a few of us got together to watch that one. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we got a lot of fights coming up. And but one one particular fighter that's getting interesting is John Jones, man. Like I know we talk about him a lot, but I just want to throw out there that he is huge right now. Like this dude is like two sizes bigger than what he used to be. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've seen him like on Instagram, but uh, he's he's bulked up something serious, dude. I he's- think he put on like 50 plus pounds hasn't he i think so i mean what he used to he used to fight at what uh 205 yeah 205 but realistically he's probably like 220 or something like that and now he's trying to make heavyweight so he's just been i follow him on instagram and the dude's just been doing crazy lifting uh uh programs and stuff to pack on muscle and now he's finally starting to like get back into training. It looks like where he's actually starting to throw some kicks and punches and stuff. And I think he's just been focused on bulking up for a while, but now he's actually starting to train. And uh, I think if he can retain his speed and his, you know, fight IQ, which I mean, you don't lose your fight IQ by, by going up, but retain his, uh, I don't know, I guess agility, endurance, endurance, agility. Yeah. At that weight, he's going to be dangerous, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree, but I mean, we're talking Francis, bro. <laughs> yeah. Francis been at that weight and he moves quick. He is fast. That's going to be such a good fight. Yeah, dude, he's if got they some make it. Yeah, yeah, but I I will say that I think that you know, uh, if that fight goes 5 rounds, I probably would give it to 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 John, you know, in a in a 5 round fight, you, it's 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 been impossible to beat John in a 5 round fight. Nobody's done it yet, you know. Yeah, nobody's right. nobody's beaten him in a fine. He has not lost a fight, minus the one DQ. That that doesn't count. Which Dana, I think Dana even says, or is it Dana or is it Joe Rogan? I'm thinking of thinks it's bullshit. It is. It's the yeah. It's to the twelve to six rule. It's so stupid. But yeah, and it was Nagasaki or whatever the fuck his name is, Masagagi. Anyway, that one ref that everybody hates. Oh really? Was that was that him? <clears throat> yeah. Oh man. Just more reason. Well, if we're talking hype, is there more hype on anybody right now than the than the Paul brothers? Hype train. These, hype I hate train. these guys, man. Oh my god. Who who likes the the Paul brothers right now? I tell you who does not like the Paul brothers. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Especially in light of recent events, he, you, know, you guys know he's been, uh, there's, there's not rumors, I guess they did make the fight, him and Logan Paul, not Jake Paul, Logan Paul, uh, the bigger brother, right? ironically, um, and that was going to be a thriller fight, but if you guys didn't see it, you should go watch the video, but Jake Paul, I guess, I don't know what where they were at or what the event was, but like at some point, Jake Paul took Floyd Mayweather's hat off, they came face to face, he jacked his hat. And Floyd Mayweather's bodyguards like swarmed this dude and like pummeled his face. He's like lucky he didn't like get more injured. He had like a giant black eye, bloody lip, all kinds of stuff. What? And he was like laughing about it. Yeah, I didn't see this. 
Oh, what? dude. They beat him up? They beat him up. They beat Jake Paul up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to go watch, man. Oh, man. So good. But I hear that there's some uh, some monetary battles happening too now around this, right? Yeah, man. Just just a small two, you know, small $120 million lawsuit. Just, you know, nothing, nothing major. Chump change. Yeah. Mayweather suing um, based on a dispute uh, in the over the Paul exhibition. So uh, they were set to fight in Dubai. Um, and so that changed. <laughs> and so uh, Mayweather's folks are looking for $122.6 million in damages from PAC Entertainment Worldwide um, based on a breach of contract. Um, so I'll get into that a little bit. According to the, the TMZ story, Mayweather Promotions entered into an agreement with PAC after the company claimed to have numerous business contacts in Dubai and the financial wherewithal and capability to host a fight of this magnitude. Um, so mm. the agreement involved PAC paying Mayweather uh, $110 million, uh, in the lead up to the event over a series of chunks with the claim that the company estimated they could generate guaranteed amounts for each participant plus result in the promoters earning more than a hundred million in profits after covering the purses and expenses. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of mumbo jumbo there. Um, the first 30 million chunk was, uh, supposed to pay, was supposed to be paid on March 25th. Uh, but that has not happened yet. And it is May Uh-oh. 19th. Yeah. So, um, interest dog. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, hook it up. So anyway, um, the Mayweather versus Paul fight is set to go down on June 6th at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. Assuming that the event is a major pay-per-view success, it looks like Mayweather has an opportunity to turn 2021 into a very lucrative year. But the the lawsuit is completely separate. Like they still have to pay the 110 million to Mayweather. The lawsuit is because it's not taking place in Dubai. Oh, what? Essentially. I thought the lawsuit was because the money was late. No, like that still has to be paid. But the fact that it's not being not taking place in Dubai is a breach of contract. Wow. And and Mayweather's folks are estimating 122.6 million in damages because they're moving it to Miami now. So he's saying that it would the fight would have made more money if it would have been in Dubai. Uh, yeah, shit ton more money if it would have been in Dubai. How's that possible though? Because I can't imagine the Dubai. I mean, maybe I don't know. Is there really a market for boxing? Do people in Dubai even know who Logan Paul is? Like, maybe they do. They know I who Mayweather they is. But know? I mean, Florida is completely wide open when it comes to COVID. You gotta imagine it's gonna be a packed house. I don't know. I, I think they're just blowing smoke, man. They're just. They're they're just they're just pissed that they haven't been paid their their chunk of money yet. So they're like, you know what? We want that money, and now we want this money too. Give us all the money. <laughs> and Floyd Mayweather's already like filthy rich. Like this doesn't even matter to him. Like what's his net worth? I wonder. Just out of curiosity, I'm gonna Dude, look that up. Really have quick. you ever seen somebody get beard implants? Oh man, such a bad move. He looks so silly. He does. It's so Why obvious. That? It's so obvious too. It's like, bro, that's not your hair. Where'd you get that from? Is that is that your ball sack? <laughs> is that your ball sack hair? <laughs> ball sack hair. 
the doc's like, we're, we got to take this from somewhere, bro. He's like, it's the best place for it. Never have to shave it, down there again. Take it from my balls. It's the best uh, match. It's the best match. I swear. <laughs> Flea Mayweather claims net worth is now more than $1.2 billion. Holy shit. That's Yikes. in May. Oh, that's, just, that's May this year. So this He's dude loaded. does not need an extra 110, 121 million, but whatever. Good for him, I guess. Eh, what's 120 million when you got a billion, you know? Yeah. Chump change. Yeah. Well, anyway. I'm excited to see this fight. I hope Floyd Mayweather knocks Logan Paul on his ass. And then I hope Jake Paul jumps out of the state stands into the boxing ring. And then, and then Mayweather just lays him out with one shot. And then nobody talks about the Paul brothers again. I I, I think the the it's it's gonna go the same way that the Connor fight went. Well, except for I don't think Logan's gonna land any punches. Uh I, I mean if he does land a punch, it's gonna be devastating for Mayweather because of how big he is. But That's true. Um, but I don't think he's gonna land very many punches. I don't think he's very quick. I think Mayweather's way too fast for him, way too experienced. I think it's gonna be another thing where he's just gonna wear his ass out. And he's going to point him up. He's not yep. going to knock him out. He's just going to, you know, he's going to bruise his ego and then he's going to, you know, finish him off. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to watch. Yeah. It's yeah. Be so good. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Same here. Uh, one, one last <clears throat> bit of news. Um, you ever heard of TJ Dillashaw? You ever heard of that guy? Wait, is that the guy that was on like cocaine or something or like pretty much Mex- Mexican supplements? Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, uh, Dillashaw versus Sanhagen uh, rescheduled to headline June 24th. It's uh, it was postponed. Uh, It was supposed it was uh, it was supposed to be May 8th. Right. So we were were supposed to see it already um, because uh, TJ Dillashaw had some like weird cut, I guess. And so because he got that cut, he wasn't able to compete. And so they had to reschedule it. He's been off for two years because he was taking horse tranquilizers from Mexico. And I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Horse tranquilizers. How'd you go? How how does this help him fight? (laughs) No, no, no. He got got, um, suspended because he was popping EPO during his uh, post. He popped for EPO during his post fight drug test after he got knocked out in 32 seconds by Henry Cejudo back in 2019. That was his last fight. He's been on suspension for two years. Yeah, it's bananas, man. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do don't do drugs. Um, so he's going against uh, 29-year-old Sanhagen, who has been on a two-fight win streak. Uh, he last had his fight in February against uh, Frankie Edgar with a uh, highlight reel knee to the face. I don't oh, know man. if you saw that, but uh, so good. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I'm expecting, I'm expecting another knockout. Yeah, I'd like to see TJ get knocked out again. Yeah, I I wonder about TJ's speed on to, uh, compared to Corey Sanhagen. He I looks think, different. Really, I haven't looked at him lately, but yeah, he looks he looks different. He looks like he he looks like he went on like a like a heroin binge for like a year. And he's like a recovering drug addict now. Weird. That's what I was. That's what it looked like to me. It was weird. Yeah, it seems weird to give TJ Cor- like like Corey should realistically be next in line for the belt. Um, Absolutely. He's lost once to Aljamain. 
some would say by fluke, you know, uh, and obviously, I, I guess the reason is they have to run the Pilter fight back just because the way it ended. I think that's what they want to do. But otherwise, he's next in line for the belt. So it seems weird to give TJ a top two. He's the second-ranked fighter right now. Like, why wouldn't they give, you know, TJ someone like Frankie Edgar or, like, I don't know, Dominic Cruz, <laughs> you know, somebody lower down the totem pole? Well, I mean, TJ did go out as a champ. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's true. He lost his. He was the champion, and then he lost. So he is still technically like the number one. In a way, I guess you could consider him still like number one contender. One of the number. Or how about ones. how about Jose Aldo? Since didn't Pilter defend his belt against Jose? Or mm-hmm. is that he won the belt? As yeah, they say. Mm-hmm, after yeah, Cejudo was... vacated, they they fought and. I just say I'll be I'll be sad for Corey if this fight goes sideways and he ends up losing. It'll suck. I don't think he's gonna lose. I think it's gonna be over in the first round. I think TJ's gonna get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see, man. I'm excited. July July is not too far away, so we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's head on over to our gaming grind uh, section real quick and uh, talk about man caves. Yes, so, sir. What I don't know make... where this topic came from, but <laughs> you I just like it... you just like came up with it, right? Maybe it was because I was just thinking, like, man, I wish I had like a man, like a legit man cave, or like, I don't know. But I was I started thinking, like, what would be a fun topic to talk about? You know, the video game thing. There's not a lot going on in the video game world, not a lot of headlines right now. So let's let's think of something else to talk about, and it's kind of also related to video games. But what would make the perfect man cave? Before we dive into our thoughts which I haven't, we haven't discussed this before the show. So I'm curious to hear what your response will be, but uh, I want you guys, anyone out there listening to the show, make sure you leave us a comment down in, on YouTube or, you know, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter and let us know what you would have in your dream man cave. But you want to kick us off, man? I'm curious what you, what you would have. Number one, video games. Okay. <laughs> Just start off with that uh, beer. Some, okay. So like, so here, here's what I'm going with, right? Uh, I gotta have my I gotta have my computer set up right. Um, there's there's got to be like a couch and a TV also with like a projector. Um, there's got to be a bar in the corner, right? The walls got to be packed full with with you know album covers, um, posters, um, comic, comic books. books, of course for me. Um, you know road signs. Um, <laughs> Slow children playing. Yeah, slow children playing, stop signs, you know, you name it. Route 66, whatever whatever <laughs> you can throw up there, okay? So that's what's on the walls. Um, certainly a bar. There's got to be like a, um, a backsplash of just liquor everywhere. There's got to be a beer fridge just packed to the brim with beer, you know. You got to have an Xbox and a PlayStation up there next to the TV. Um, you got to have... You got to have all the Marvel movies just sitting there next to the projector ready to be plugged into the DVD player you got hooked up to it. And um oh, you you're know, going DVD player. Okay. Throw some classics in there. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you could just use the PlayStation or the Xbox. Like, <laughs> never mind. Or you could just like hook your computer up to it and and do it that way. 
that's old school DVD player, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah, vintage. <laughs> vintage, yeah. It only works with Internet Explorer. <laughs> Not a Blu-ray. It's got to be just, just DVD. DVDs, man. DVDs, <laughs> old school, old school. They throw Fast and the Furious in there, you know? You got to mm, have that. Yeah. Old school classics. Um, you know, you, you name it. Your movie's got to be on there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, man. What else you got? Yeah, I feel like you spitballed way better than I think I could possibly do. But I've been thinking about this just a little bit. And obviously, yeah, you're right. The computer setup. Would I change my current computer setup? Probably so. I think I'd have like, I think right now I have like the the mini ITX case. I would want the full-size case with a bigger GPU, better CPU, all the RGB. I just want RGB all the things. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I just want RGB everywhere. I want those light tiles on the wall behind my computer setup that looks super dope. I want a concrete floor. I was thinking about this. Like, what kind of floor would I want? Because I've, I, I, I was talking to Zach, the guy that recommended this beer, and he was like, "Yeah, one day I want to have like a bear, a bear skin rug. Like, that'd be pretty dope." But also, I like to skateboard a little bit here and there. I like to mess around with my skateboard. How cool would it be to have a concrete floor that I could just like cruise around and just mess around with my skateboard on? Oh yeah, in my free time. Half um, pipe. Throw a half pipe on there. Yeah, is this is there's you know there's no rules here. This is our man cave. We can do right. what we want with it. Right. Um, I want a dedicated TV that's somewhere on a wall that plays Bob Ross twenty four seven. Oh, um, just constantly Bob Ross all day every day. Very good. I, I have a Plex server set up just for Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> a oh, bar man. for sure. I don't know that I really need a. I'm, I'm not really much of a hard liquor drinker and beyond like trying to get into bourbon a little bit, but. I would definitely have a cabinet with, for, for just a few bottles of bourbon. Um, Anybody that comes down into the man cave has to take a shot. Like that's how that's you true. enter the man cave. That's true. That's it's, true. Yeah, you're right. The password the, is take a shot. It's the it's the it's the entry fee. Yes. Take yeah. A shot. I also the entryway into my man cave would also have like one of those roller coaster ride rulers. That's like you must be this tall to enter. And it would be set at like five foot three, like so that Shana could get in if she wanted to. But the kids could definitely not get in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. That's, um, that makes sense. We are podcasters. So I think a, a podcast booth, uh, some kind of a recording Ooh. setup, like oh, maybe yeah. off to the side, there's like a table. There's like a Joe Rogan style table with two mic setups or two or two to four mics. Um, that'd be yes. pretty dope. I think there should be multiple computer setups also. Yeah. So you could have like LAN parties and shit, you know? Yeah, definitely um let's see what else um darts oh darts for sure dude doesn't get any better than darts darts. maybe a pool table throw a pool table down there yeah i suck at pool but other people like it so oh pool table for sure yeah i like pool a lot a trampoline Um, just starting to get into (laughs) a trampoline (laughs) a trampoline with the concrete floors that sounds safe trampoline plus hard liquor plus concrete floors (laughs) equals bad time (laughs) equals death yeah that's not good um i'm trying to get into cigars as you know i'm I'm, I'm working my way there's gotta be a humidor in there gotta be a humidor there's gotta be a like a i almost wanted to just throw a sauna in there too i don't know why (laughs) just a sauna a float tank there's a float tank dude this this man cave is actually the size of my current house (laughs) yeah pretty much i mean once you once we said half pipe, I was like, oh, this man cave just got a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, um, twelve foot ceilings, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I think that's. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, there's yeah, there's we, other shit that we could put in there. I'm sure lightsabers. There's endless lightsabers for sure. So we actually posted, I posted up a quick chat in our Discord channel, which if you guys are still listening to this nonsense and you want to come come theorize with us sometime, come hang out in our Discord channel. It's, it's linked in the, the show notes. But uh, I asked this question in our general channel and Al the Brewer, which we, who we had on a couple episodes ago, said that uh, he'd have a three to five tap fully stocked wet bar, a wine fridge, medium-sized humidor, premium air filter so the wife doesn't smell it. Good call. Leather chairs, a small couch, wall of books. Eh, I could go. I could take or leave the books. I don't read much. Well, you and need, a TV. You, 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 need fire, you need kindling for the fire. <laughs> True. Oh, fireplace. We didn't say fireplace. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, and a TV that magically makes my team win when I watch them play. Ah. Solid. Solid choice. Solid choice. Yeah, and then uh, Ray from the Alconauts, uh, whose show we are hoping to be on soon. we got to work out the date. Uh, said, sounds like a winner, but I would add a garage door that opens to the backyard and a motorcycle lift so that I can work on my future project. Dope. Dope. Okay. Okay. Very good. And then Al also added that he would add the full Blykman, I guess that's how you say that, Blykman, Bleachman, Tower of Power brew system to homebrew in his man cave. Oh, yeah. That's cool, too. Good call. This would be just like the most epic man cave. You got to have surround sound speakers, too. Like, so if you're watching, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For would the you fights. go TV or would you go projector? No, you got to go projector, man. You got to go high quality projector. It's got to be huge. Um, like, like 100 inches. Yeah, minimum, minimum. And you got to have tiered seating, reclined, mm, mm. tiered recliner seating, you know. Yes, and a robot butler that brings you cold beer. Absolutely. Conveyor belt. Just have a conveyor belt and it just like distributes as needed. Yeah, I like it. All yeah. right, man. I think we can make this happen one day. All right. Game, this is, game the success set. of this podcast is one day going to pay for this man cave. Dude, this would be awesome. It would be so cool to have to have all a flamethrower. Just throw a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, just for no reason. Why not? The boring company flamethrower. Yeah. Some RVs. Like not RVs. Why not? Um no, what are those just little like... what are those little toy trucks? Tonka trucks? No, nah, like the ones the remote control vehicle. Uh R C cars? Yeah, like little R C cars that you can Oh like, yeah. The concrete you know? floor. You could have like the. Have you seen the drifting RC cars? The real RC cars you can drift. Oh no, that sounds awesome. Oh man, you set up a drift track in there. Robot. Man, is... You could have like robot wars. <laughs> We've gone so far beyond like what man cave actually like. No, oh, no, this man cave has got to be ultimate. That's the. This is the ultimate man cave. Let's be real. I'd be happy with a spare bedroom that had like a hand-me-down recliner, a small travel humidor, and a TV. Yeah. Yeah. And also my computer. And the computer. I mean, I like my man cave. It's not bad. You yeah, know? you got a cool setup, man. It's okay. I've I got wish a man I had desk. a little bit more room. A man desk here. This yeah. is my little space. It's a pretty yeah. dope setup, I will have to say. I feel like if you had a garage, like you would have I mean, like a solid man cave. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this room in general is pretty awesome. I mean, we've got a laser cutter here to my left, so it doesn't get cooler than a laser cutter. Yeah, uh, and then Shane has got all of her stuff organized here, which looks really good. So can't complain. It's a cool little studio. You're making need do. some soundproofing though. Need some soundproofing for sure. Just a box. Just put a box over your head. 
yeah, don't, just, me and the microphone inside the box. Yeah. This is soundproof, yes. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, that was fun. So <laughs> I think on that note, we should close it out. Like I said, make sure you let us know in the comments what would your dream man cave include or hit us up on Instagram and Twitter if you're listening to this in your car. Um, as always, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode and ask that you please like and subscribe here on YouTube, follow on Spotify, and come say hi to us on Instagram and Twitter. That's right. And of course, if you really want to help us grow the show, please share this episode with a friend you think will like it. For now, we'll see you all in the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.